podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged episode. I have no idea. But before we before we get going, I'd like to give a shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, go over, mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $450 off and they'll take really good care of you. Um, oh, before I forget too, if you like this podcast, go over and check out some of our other ones like High School Hoops, Coaching Youth Hoops, 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. If you're looking for that one defense that will work against anybody, the Funnel Down Defense Podcast, you know, the Rule of Three offense that will work at any level, go over and check those out. Leave a five-star review. You would like those. But also go over and check out teachhoops.com. For coaches who want to get better, it's a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's resources. It's everything. It's what I, it's what I would have wanted as a 27-year-old basketball coach. It's a roadmap to success uh, on and off the court. And we offer a 14-day free trial because I'm a coach. I understand how it goes. Go over and check it out. Kick it, kick the tires around. See if it's for you. And if it's not, we'll part our ways and we'll say thank you and and move on. But I I guarantee you're going to love all the material. And the material we're always putting in um, teachhoops.com. But anyway, have a great day, everybody. And let's head off the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about kind of why kids don't get in the gym anymore in the summer and what we can kind of do to alleviate that problem. This is going to be a fun one. Uh, so, Coach, go ahead. I'm going to let you do this one because I have lots to say about this one. This was one, <laughs> this is probably this is probably what you can take my hat off. There's no hair. This has caused a lot over over the years. I'm not as, it's not as bad as it used to be, but. This, this one's caused, caused a lot of heartache in my house. Um, I think, uh, you know, for me, I would have to agree with you too, is that when I first started out coaching, I, I, I utilized and I wanted the summer to be this magical thing and it was going to take my team to the next level. And right. I was so frustrated with the amount of people coming up and I had all these things organized and just create so much stress in my life. I felt like the summer was more stressful than the regular season. So is the question is really, the big question is why are kids not coming into the gym uh, to make us angry? Yes. I don't know. I, I don't think it is. The no, I don't. Angry. I really don't. I, I think don't. there's big, I think there's bigger things that we have to really acknowledge and let coaches know and understand and, and be okay with everything. Right. You know? And there's exceptions to this rule. There's those kids that when will you open the gym? I want, I got to be in there more. It's just like a classroom. There's exceptions. They're called outliers or 1.5 times IQR for anybody's statistician. They're, they're not normal. Okay. Um, so there are those kids that is not the norm and it wasn't the norm 30 years ago when I started it's not the norm now um I, I'm not sure I, I hear coaches say that they're being pulled in more directions than they were 30 years ago I'm not sure that's true I think maybe how they're being pulled away um is a little bit different but I don't I mean, 30 years ago, they were going fishing. They were going hanging out with their friends. You know, they were doing – there were other things that was were happening. They were still being pulled. It was summer. Um, so, my – so, he, I think it's happening. Because, first of all, I think kids should be kids in the summer partially. Um, so, you know, we, we personally, ever since the WIA changed the rules, we do skill work and we play some and then I leave them alone. Um, July is really about skill work. We do we're doing a little bit this year in July, but most of it's skill work. Um, we're trying to make them better players. It's like I'm tutoring them and 
basketball kind of thing. Here's, here's what you need to work on. Here's how you need to work on it. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but you know, June for a couple of weeks in June, we do, we try to play and we try to play because to be honest with you, I use it as a laboratory. I try to use it as, you know, um, you know, what are, what are we seeing and, and what can we work on? So that's why I tried to do it. But I, I don't think, I think they're not coming in because they're being pulled in a lot of different directions, especially for people at smaller schools, they're multiple sport athletes. And, and, and I've talked to enough coaches over the last couple of years with this podcast that it's really about building relationships. And if your relationships get fractured in the summer, they're not going to come fight for you. Nobody wants to come sit in a gym that's 87 degrees in the middle of July. But if you've built a relationship, they will. They'll come put some shots up for you. They'll do some work for you. Um, and if you don't, then, you know, I think sometimes we as coaches build in our head what we want. <laughs> and, um, you know, we're not college coaches. We can't hold to the scholarship or, you know, that kind of stuff. Or, or, or we're going to bring somebody else in to take your spot kind of threat. Um, so I think that's the, I, I, you know, I just think, I, I don't think things have changed that much. I think how we adjust to it has to change. I think so too. But I also think that kids are just getting burnt out. I think they play so many games at a young age. That's a great point. Um, yeah. You know, I was looking at my friend's Facebook post. Oh, my kid played eight games over this, over this weekend, over Memorial Day weekend. Like, did they go to a parade? Did they go have a cheeseburger with their family? Right. Like eight games for a sixth grade boy. Yeah. That's ridiculous, man. I'm sorry. Like well, there's two we, things. Yeah, there's two things. One thing is the, the, the amount of, there's just an article about injuries happening, the kids happening, doing it too much. That's the first thing. Second thing is, I mean, my son's a good high school basketball player. He's a good basketball player. Um, but I didn't burn him out. He still likes playing. He still wants to go to the gym. You know, when we get off of here, we're, I'm taking, he's like, when can I go in? So he's still, because I wasn't like, I wasn't that dad. Like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Right. You know, he hasn't played AAU in two years. Um, he plays, he, he goes to open gyms. He, you know, he'll do stuff with us in the summer, but he's not, he's not, playing 17 games this weekend now no. does it hurt him a little bit maybe a little bit um, yeah but he's not that two percent though either you know we talk you know yeah let's be honest he's not the two percent you're his dad you acknowledge that before but like yeah. here's my issue i even i even my daughter shoot, but he even can my daughter like anybody my, like at my, 23 feet right my daughter is five years old yeah and i'm a big soccer coach too and she plays with our club and soccer's as bad as yeah right and so i remember the first time i tried to run camp with being there and every time every time she just wanted to please me and then after that i let somebody else coach her let her have fun and just you know right. like, and let let somebody else coach her and have fun and now she wants me to play with her and practice with her all the time i just think that we at younger ages we become more demanding more demanding more demanding more demanding more demanding i need to go to 18 different basketball camps yep. i got to do this and then by the time they're summer they're exhausted like this is not fun anymore right like and when i was is, a I kid think what's happened is other sports have taken the the same replication like baseball dude everybody's got turf fields everybody plays all summer you know volleyball volleyball boom soccer all that yes i mean everything everybody has become like how and then we'll talk about this in in, in july about the decline of youth sports we we right. are the reason we decline we want we want kids to have you know the best of the best at such a young age and I mean, and really, it's depleted the game of high school basketball. Game, teams are not as good as they used to be. They're right. not. And there's a discrepancy of there's some really good teams, and then there's a lot of bad teams now because right. kids are just worn out. They yep. don't want to play anymore, yep. or they're, they're playing one sport. Are you talking about in the summer in the AU? 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It used to be more balanced. It's like the haves and have nots. Now. It's, and, and, but even in high school, regular high school basketball too now, right. there's the haves, some has, but there's a lot of bad teams now, really bad teams. You know, we, we could talk about certain areas of Wisconsin where the, the region has just depleted, you know? Right. Yes, it's true. It's true. It's one of the, pro- it's one of the proudest things that I've talked about with our program is, you know, since 2002, we've been good. I mean, yeah, but your whole area, your region has been able to stay consistent. And that's something to be proud of because right. it's our, re- our region, the Milwaukee metropolitan area has gone like pathetic. It's, it's right. just so sad. Right. Because sub- suburbs haven't. Suburbs no. have been really good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I teach from Milwaukee public schools, man. So I want to see some city schools yeah. do a little bit better. So <laughs> I know I, I miss those I mean, stations. It I, was well, the Madison schools versus the Milwaukee school. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was my days. It was like, it was MP. You had to beat MP. I mean, my first title in 05, it was like, there's an article. It's on the wall over there that. I read that article. MPS. I remember that. Yeah. It was a big deal, dude. Oh my God. It was great. When it, yes. was, it was Wesley's senior year. It was yep. like, I was at Memorial that game. beat a Milwaukee school. Yeah. Like, Oh my God. Like the world was like, they were ready to throw us a parade. Swear to God. That's when people liked us. Yeah. So I think the hardest thing for people to understand is you just have to accept that this is the culture that it is. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it, it sucks. Um, you know, you, I, I, for me, when I was a kid, it was all about me and my buddies. We got a ride. We went outside. We played ball out in the outside courts. We played all night. Or we went to the YMCA. And that was the way we played basketball. It wasn't super organized. It was just right. us. And we got better because we played older guys. Right. That's what yeah. we did. It yeah. was so much fun, dude. And right. the best thing is it was less stressful. I didn't have to please anybody. There wasn't organized. If right. I got fouled, I got fouled. I didn't worry about referees. I wasn't, it was, it was just, it was the, it was the authentic, the great part of the game that it's, it's missing. It, right. I don't know. It is. It I, is. I miss those gym rat kids because I, we've lost that. Yes, we have. We have. There's still some there and I've got some in my program. There are definitely some gym rat kids, but they're not like they used to be. Yet. But I also think it's important that your position as a high school coach is to, to let parents know that and to be honest with them and show them the data and the communication with that about the value of don't overdo things with your child, even right. in your youth program and stuff. Because I think right. you can create that gym rat mentality and those type of kids in your program if you communicate and embrace that in your program as, as you continue on wherever you're at, where you're coaching. Right. I agree. All right. Let's end with that. That's perfect. Sounds good. Right, uh, hold on. Our, hold on. Hold our, on. Full ti- our full time out today is yeah. uh, best high school warm up song. You've been coaching for 30 years, so your song could be from a lot of different oh, decades. Gosh. That's a tough one. Best warm up song. Anything played by a live band. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. So that was my first thing is anything's better when the band is playing. Yes. Um, I like Sweet so, Caroline. I like Sweet Caroline. Uh, I, 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 I really like Eye of the Tiger when it's played by the band. It's pretty powerful. Yeah. I like that. Uh, and then if it's going to go from an actual band recording, uh, ACDC Thunderstruck always puts me in a Ooh, good mood. That's good. <laughs> that's why I like to go to Bel- – that's why I'm going to be sad at some point if Beloit leaves the Big 8 because I, that's one of my favorite – that's literally one of my favorite to go down to Beloit, the whole band's there. I think that's one of my favorite reasons to go to state tournament, dude. When the bands are there, man, it's just awesome. The feeling yeah, or a sectional band. game with the band, it's just, it just doesn't get any better. It does. I love that. That's a great. Good question, Coach. All right. Sounds All right, good. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like. Um, we love those. Um, and send me an email, steve at teachhoops.com. Tell me what you want to hear in the future. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.